Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hey villains and welcome to For the Love of Palmetto. Whoa, I'm after getting a lot of feedback in my in my headset there. Hi villains, and welcome to For the Love of the Love of Palmograph podcast. Um, in what I can I can admit I didn't think I was going to be as nervous about this game as I was last night when I was talking to you guys. Last night I was saying that you know I come what may, we'll take it. Woke up this morning and genuinely there's been like it's been on my mind, it's been in the back of my mind all day. Uh, like mm. it's like it's like something that you've forgotten and, and you don't quite know what you've forgotten. It's like, you know, yeah, it's um it's one of those ones, Patty, this morning or today, as I say, that I just can't shake and I'm a bit more butterflies in the stomach about it today than I was yesterday. How, how are you feeling about this game tonight? Anything changed since we've spoken last? No, I'm 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 petrified. <laughs> I'm absolutely petrified of what's gonna happen tonight. Uh <laughs> Like, like this is this is the biggest game since that draw at West Ham at the end of the season before last for me. Um, it has the most significance of any game we played even last season because we we really had nothing to worry about and nothing to play for at the end of it. So yeah, I I feel like it's that it's that day again against West Ham when when Jack scored that goal and then deflected off him for the equaliser. And uh, do you know what? I'd nearly take a one all tonight. I'm feeling that petrified. Um, I, I I don't have the same feeling I did that day because I was I was monumentally hungover that day, and I woke up about three minutes before <laughs> the match actually. because yeah. I I literally I contemplated everything was going through my mind other than the match that morning. I was my my sister's thirtieth the night before, and <laughs> I was in the middle of lockdown and hadn't drank in about four and a half months previous to that. So that was a rough one. If if Villa, had, I spent the whole lot of the. Of of that match, literally, I got cling film. I put a bag of frozen peas in my head, and I got cling film, and I wrapped it around my 
my face like that. And I had to watch it in someone else's house. Couldn't my parents? I couldn't be sitting there watching it. And my parents looking at me, the cut I was in. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't feel like that, but I do have the kind of feeling like we did before the before the championship, uh, before the playoff final. I have that kind of a feeling today. Mm. You know, nervous excitement. Um, although I think the champ, the the playoff final was more kind of. I'm not going to say expectancy. Well, it, it is. It was expectancy because I did expect to win that game. Um, and to get and to get promoted. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you know who the VAR was last weekend? A bollocks. Sorry, no, I don't. Um, maybe, maybe somebody in the in the comments can tell us. Right, I I usually keep on top of these things, and in my head. It was Stuart Atwell. So what else does he fucking do when he's sitting VAR? <laughs> For some reason, they think he's good at it. And then they send him out to Europe and he made a bollocks of that as well. So um, I think it was Stuart Atwell last week. It's Stuart Atwell again tonight. Yeah. And he's got another game at the weekend as VAR and known as a referee. What are they yeah. at like? Is this fella the VAR king or something? Or is he the, is he the king of, of robbing people? Well, I don't know. Well, well, Paddy, I suppose here we go. Uh, you know, yes, it's it's frustrating when 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 like the fact that he if if he was VAR and like he he made the mistake in the Dortmund Ajax match as well on VAR, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He was he was part two of that team too. He made two mistakes there, and, and and you know, arguably you could say that he sent the wrong person off for, or he was involved in the wrong person he sent off in the Villa West Ham game. But mm. uh, we've been through that. We're not going to relitigate that again. No, but I suppose but I just think it's very if, strange if it is him again. You know, two weeks in a row, familiarity breeds contempt, and that that worries me. Yeah, familiarity breeds contempt, but standard, but it does become standardization of VAR. So what you mentioned, you mm -hmm. actually stumbled upon probably a fix to the problem. Is you have a dedicated VAR team as opposed to whatever ref feels like they they don't want well, to travel. Definitely not him. That's the point yeah, I'm making. Well, but, just, but I suppose, it all if, seems to be him. That's what and. For some reason, on the on the on the Premier League website, they've taken off the officials from last weekend. I, I I've no idea why they did that, so I can't go back and check. Every other match yeah. is there. So there you are. There's my conspiracy I'm, theory for the. I'm, I was just about to say I'm a sucker for a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good... Anyway, we, the the team should be announced in less than a minute here, Paddy. Are you expecting any changes tonight? Are you expecting any? Well, obviously, bar the ones that we spoke about, Mings, Tunzebi, potentially two set drives. Are you expecting him to do something mad and go five it back? No, the 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 only the only one I'm I'm worried about is is Jacob Ramsey. I can't see how he's fully match fit. So. That's a big decision for him. Is a is a Carney? Does he go down the road of playing Ashley Young again? Does he put Bendy in there and put Ashley Young on the right? Whatever it, whatever the case may be, that's that's the big burning question for tonight, and we're about to get the answer very soon. So he's, was is on the ball. It was that one. Was uh, VAR for um um. It was VAR. It was sure. I was on VAR. I, I'm mm. thinking maybe Sanson starts in midfield tonight. Well, I don't call it up there, Neil. The team is out. Team is out. Let's go. Here we go. So, guys. Uh, and we do have a little oh, bit of a change now. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely do. Oh, oh. Um, okay, let's bring it up here. Okay, let's try and figure out what this is anyway. Right. Oh, no. That's not what I'm looking for at all. Bear with me. It's not like I work for the world's largest technology company or one of the world's largest technology companies, <laughs> should I say. Um, 
Andrew Andrew Hayden asked why no Villa colours tonight. Andrew, I, I'm a big believer in uh, in superstitions and I always wear Villa colours. So tonight I'm just gone for something different because I really need a change. That's why I've got no Villa colours on. No other reason. Neil will tell you, just as we're about to go live, I duck out of here and put on my Villa colours. I haven't done it tonight. Yeah, because, because I, I had Villa colours on and I also had the little one in a lovely Villa bib that Mr. Kelly gave me and <laughs> not only did she missed the bib but she destroyed my villa my villa jersey so i picked up the nearest thing to me so uh that's my excuse for tonight anyway less of that lineup is in emmy martinez and goals maddie cash axel twins and mings as we suspected would be the two center halves but matty target as left back mcginn and the and two what looks like to be a whole that's that's a whole they're two holding midfielders they're two sixes to me and then it looks like Bailey, Buendia, El Ghazi uh, in the tree, and then Watkins up top on his own. This, to yeah. me, looks like a return. This, to me, actually, do you know what? I think El Ghazi might even play a bit more centrally. It looks to me like a return to the formation we played with uh, when Ross Barkley was in the team last season. Almost like a 4-4-1-1 type formation. And I think we're going to see Buendia or El Ghazi pick up that role close to Watkins because Smith likes to play play two attackers close to each other. He even did it with, with, with mm-hmm. Ings and, and, and Watkins as well in that, in that 3-5-2 um, situation here. McGinn moving back towards his own goals isn't ideal, but I think it's something that just has to be done when we don't have, when we don't have uh, Douglas Louise. But overall, I can't really see massive issues with that team I just I just wonder like does he give Bailey a free role I, I just I'm trying to wrap my head around it here yeah, um, that's it actually uh, like does he play El Ghazi on the left give Bailey the free role in behind the two boys sitting deep um, Buendia uh, sorry I'm just thinking out loud here as I go along yeah, that 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 could be it. Um, Boyd on the right, uh, El Ghazi on the left. The two boys sitting deep, and Bailey is the one that's that's roaming around in the middle. It could be, it could we could be completely wrong. He could have given that role to El Ghazi as well. Um, who's going to help out Maddie Target is the burning question. I think McGinn is in there to help out Maddie Target, and I think he plays yeah. more to the left hand side. Possibly, I think yeah, that's why that's we're going right. with two sixes. Yeah. Okay, well, that I, th- I think I could agree with that. I think that's probably how that, that will line up. Um, we'll have we'll have those six bodies sitting deep, and then you, you you look at maybe a bit a bit of cover on the wings, and then a free roll for somebody in behind Watkins. That's that's the way it looks to me. Um, the comments seem to think it's Bailey behind Watkins or Anwar behind Watkins. Yeah. So I'd say that. I, I actually the more the more you talk about it, it it it's making more sense to me that Bailey goes behind Watkins now, but. Here's what doesn't make sense in that situation. When does the 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 two in in central midfield become a three if Bailey is there? Because you don't really want Bundia cutting in off his wing to bring it, make it into a three in defensive situations. Mm. And realistically speaking, you don't want Bailey being pulled back because it's very easy to get that get that second striker out of formation, out of structure. It's 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 actually it the, the hardest thing for playing that formation is getting to keep that second striker up there. And and close and and Ross Barkley Ross Barkley was good at that because he was very bad at tracking back and 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 you know what the more in the off season I watched it and I'm not standing up for Ross Barkley please don't get me wrong here 
it, it comes across as being really lazy. And then what happens is when you do actually go to make go to run back and try and tackle back and you make a foul, you look even lazier because everyone's asking, well, why haven't you been tracking back? And then the one time you track back, you make a foul, you're being very lazy. You know, so from a, from a structural point of view, that's that that's a difficult thing to do. That's why I'm I think maybe Buendia play centrally. I think maybe Buendia plays centrally, barely from the mm. right and Gazi from the left, because Buendia is used to used to maybe coming back into midfield in this Villa system. Yeah. Do we agree with it? No, we've panned him for his performance against Arsenal. Just didn't have the light. He's very lightweight, and I don't like the look of Oriel Romeo inside there either. But remember what we did last year with that Ross, with this Ross Barkley formation, and we spoke about it. It was the, it was one of the few games he played really yeah. really well. Um, when he came back from injury last season, and, and and maybe we found a chink in their armor from that point of view. Let's have a let's have a look at the at the Southampton team, shall we? Southampton team isn't there's no massive surprises there. Alex McCarthy in goals, Livermento, Bednarak, Salisu, Walker Peters, the nemesis that is Ariel Romeo, uh, James Ward Prowse. Mohamed yeah. Elianusi, Stuart Armstrong, Che Adams, and Adam Armstrong up front. 4 4 2. So the, looks like the only real change from what, what we suggested last night was that Stuart Armstrong is in there and yeah. you've got the, the two uh, the two poster boys on the bench. Are they, are they on the bench? Hard to read that now. Walcott oh, yeah. and. Redmond. Walcott is. Redmond isn't. Redmond isn't. So. Okay. Um, okay. But you know what, Petty? Your best friend Shane Long is on the bench. Yeah. Ready, uh, ready, to, ready to spring from the bench when, when they're 4 0 down. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, hopefully that's the case because he usually <laughs> does come on and break our hearts. Um, but that's the like nothing out of the ordinary. I'm not, we're not going to spend too much time talking about that team. Um, let's look and see what you guys are, are, are uh, thinking here at the moment. Um, so Danny's in. If we lose and perform like we did against Wadham, is Smith doomed to go? Two weeks. I'm sure we'll hear an awful lot about it over the two weeks that we are uh, that we're facing into. Uh, Ross Quinn thinks it's going to be KG one nil Villa. I've seen a lot of people post on Twitter, and I think we mentioned it last night that it could be one of those mad games. And I think we might have actually mentioned it could be one of those mad games where Algazi plays and he comes up with comes up trumps out of nowhere and scores a penalty for us to win, like he did against Wolves. I think it was last season, and and, <laughs> and we were talking about Kanza's goal, like he scored against Watford a couple yeah. of seasons ago. It could be one of those ones. So hopefully, hopefully you're right, Ross. Hopefully you're right. Uh, LK LKA Marquez says the team needs to show up this evening, cut out the silly mistakes. We have great we've great squad players need to pull together. I actually kind of agree with that. That there's a lot of the mistakes are player driven. Some of the structure side of things are, are management driven, but I think there's there's blame on both sides, which is absolutely fine to say as well. Um, where do we have? Where do we have? So Philip says El Ghazi in. Alex Roberts says El Ghazi in. Holy moly. Um, interesting. <laughs> so there's a couple of things there. Let's see, Michael Smith. Hey guys, let's hope he turns up and we we win a pen. Not happy with targeting. He's a liability. Um, I just don't think we've got. I I I will have targeting there every day of the week over Ashley Young. I just don't see it with Ashley Young, unfortunately. And and January yeah. can't come quick enough for us to get left back. I think, and and, and as fortunate as it is to say about about that, but um. I just don't see him as a left back, and I hope he proves me wrong. Paddy, actually, is Sanson on the bench? I don't think he is. He's not, you know. Subs are Jed Steer, Courtney House, Ashley Young, Jacob Ramsey, Kearney, Aaron Ramsey, Philogene Bidace, Archer, and Davis. No Sanson on the bench. 
Let the rumor mill begin. <laughs> um, anyway, let's, let's forget about that now because the, the only the only thing we need to talk about is what's actually going to happen because I'm sick of rumors and and he said yeah. she said at this stage it's just we, we've got to concentrate. This is this is a cup final tonight. We've got to go and win this yeah. game. Um, given target help so he doesn't get overrun by any Vermento. I, I think that we spoke about that. I think McGinn comes we spoke about that last well. night. The Vermento is a worry for me. Um, yeah. And, and for that McGinn, reason, for I'm kind of leaning toward Bailey being on the left as well because if Bailey's on the left, I reckon that might push him back a bit. But we'll, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Thanks so much, Ryder, as always. Thank you so much for check, for tuning in. Up the Ville, everyone. Great job, as always. But here's a good performance and a win. I absolutely hope to God we win tonight, you know. And some, a lot of times I come in here, um, you know, wanting a win, expecting a win, you know, thinking we can get a win. I'm really hoping for a win. However it comes tonight, um, I really I really think. Uh, and I don't think a win under kind of fluky circumstances with paper over cracks. I, I And I know you'll see that narrative an awful lot. And I don't think it will because I think we've been unlucky in a lot of instances. And I think a lucky mm. win will be as good as anything. Um, going into the going into the international break um, as, as, as it is coming up, as we know. Um, a lot of... Lot of People worried about Target. I think that's good as well. Ad says something here, and, and, and I don't know that we have a solution for this in the in, in the team, unfortunately, at the moment. But we've no one to carry the ball in midfield, and I, I'm worried, if I'm honest. And think about this, guys. Think about this. If we do have McGinn and Nakamba playing a shield in front of our back four, I think Cash, is, Cash and Target are going to be a bit more withdrawn, and I don't think they're going to be bombing up and creating that width. And I wouldn't be surprised if we play a small bit of hoofball today. And we, we keep our four guys up there. There's a lot of pace up there. Algazi's no is, is, is fast. Buendia is fast. Bailey's fast. Watkins is fast. And when I say hoofball, I suppose I mean getting the ball forward quickly, like uh, mm. as, as quick as we possibly can. I would say maybe look out for going back to the old tactic of get it to the wings as quick as we can and let our wingers carry the ball down the, down the line and then maybe try and work it back inside again as the Southampton team are trying to fo- trying to... To, to file back but as we know Southampton played a 4-4-2 or 4-2-2-2 is actually how they kind of play because they play a box mm. in the middle of midfield behind two strikers and from mm. that box in the middle of midfield two of their players or two of the three from Ward Prowse um, who will be Stuart Armstrong and who's the other person can't remember who the other person was they will break out to the wings and create that weight whereas Romeo and will stay know. inside there yeah yeah, so it's it, it's going to be really interesting. Hasselhoutl plays that that really weird system of yeah. four two two two, and 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 it is kind of confusing. But we 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 marshaled it well last season. Um, Michael Smith, our bench is full of talent and youngsters, so I expect to see uh, Young be be the only so useful. I should, <laughs> I was reading that and I was getting ready to go. Yeah, let's use youth because <laughs> 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 I, did, I didn't get to the end of this. I was reading it. Um, I I think I think I'm going to make a prediction and say he makes all three subs tonight. Um, because we're going to be up three nil. Um, <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> Dean says Bailey behind Ali and we're in a, an Emmy on the wings. Yep. I'm I'm behind everything like that. I, I actually yeah, I'm kind of of the opinion I don't really mind who plays behind behind um Ali at the moment. And I don't I don't know. Will we actually see a rotation system in and around that area? And what better that way to drag uh, yeah. what, what better that way might, to drag Romeo? Be the full back, back in their box. Yeah. 
and and Romeo. You need to get Romeo moved out out of there because he's mm. he's difficult to get around. He really is. Um. Uh, AVFC US. I'm an AG an AG fan, but is he the one to help defensively? No. Um, and that's why I think McGinn is going to play more withdrawn with Nakamba, and they're going to play uh, as a shield in front of the back four. And McGinn will, and they'll basically they'll play kind of almost like a, a quarters defense in, in in the NFL. I'm sorry, I'm losing. I, I'm going watching all the, the the viewer come go at this stage, but they're going to take <laughs> each, each each one's going to take uh, take take half the field. I think at that stage, and and just kind of help the fullbacks there. Are we going to be passive in midfield? Absolutely. Do not expect us to 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 own possession in the middle of the field today. I think there's bigger problems than owning possession in the middle of the field, specifically with the wingers that they have, specifically early on. Expect us mm. to, 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 when we get the ball, try and use it. But also, I don't expect us to have a massive press in the middle of midfield. Fingers crossed Not I'm wrong, either. but just looking at the way the team is set up, I don't expect us to have that. Yes. Uh, 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 oh, sorry there guys I'm, I'm losing track of the chats they're coming in 19 to the gallon um, uh, there's one from, no from Noel good evening gentlemen I'm Smith into the core as you know but if we get beat tonight and lose to Brighton he's gone and, and, and I think even here the, the two cheerleaders I think, I think it, our pom-poms might be retired for the smith, yeah. for the, for the smith I, I think it's, I think it's do or die tonight I, th I think I think we, mm -hmm. we need our leaders to uh to lead on the pitch tonight, to lead in that dressing room before they go out and to really put a flea in the ear of those that aren't performing. This this is a cup final. These, this, these are guys that we're going to see in the first 15 minutes, whether they're Smith in or Smith out, or whether they're playing for that badge and playing for that short on the back. So it, it's going to be a huge game to for us as fans to see who's up for this fight and see who actually wants this and who who is just being a passenger in, in this system. And you know what? If, if we grind something out tonight and we find a few passengers, bomb them out, bomb them out straight away. Um, you know, we, we, we wondered why Mings was dropped last weekend. We, we wonder why Sanson is not in the team. All of these questions would ask you, does, does somebody think that they're passengers? We'll find out soon enough. But tonight yeah. is the night that we find, find out who's up for the fight. Yeah, and, and we don't know what's wrong. This, this is an interesting one, Jason. We don't know what's wrong with Santon. But let me... Uh, I, I'm i okay. I I want. I, I think Santon's a grand player. I think he's a very good player. I think we haven't seen a lot of him. You know, when he's injured, people criticize him for being injured. When he's fit, people... You know, he, he, he doesn't get into the team for one reason or another. Um, I don't like petulance. I, I'm a petulant man myself, but I don't like... And you know I don't petulance. either. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> Um, but I think I don't think that regardless of how talented you are, if you if if it's true that he fired a water bottle at Dean Smith, Dean Smith is well within his rights to reprimand him for a week, two weeks, however long he wants, because yeah. that stuff is contagious. That's you know people talk about oh you lose the dressing room. That's how you lose the dressing room if you don't if you don't stamp that stuff out. Don't deal with it. And exactly. That's. Yeah. That strong leadership from Dean Smith. We don't know what's happening here. I want to be really clear. We do not know what's happening here. It could be that he's not fully fully fit after his illness. That he, Yes, he trained during the week, but maybe he's not match fit after his illness. That's most likely what the issue is here. It's no, probably nothing mm -hmm. to do with the... Or the what am I going to say? The, the rumoured incident that happened at Arsenal. 
So I'm not going to read too much into the Sanson thing, but what I'd say is discipline is key. Regardless of whether if you're a manager on the, out, on the way out, discipline is key because that stuff is absolutely contagious. Um, you guys, If anybody here follows the NFL, you might see that Odell Beckham Jr. has been uh, bombed out of the Cleveland Browns for something very similar. Discipline issues. Just putting, putting himself above, above the team. One of the best yeah. wide receivers that the NFL ever saw. But they did was they basically paid up his contract and said, we don't care if you go to another team. Yes, we're hurting ourselves, but you're being a bit of a not nice person. So... You know, and it's hurting our team, so we're, we're going to let you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, and anyway, I've, I've done it. Without before we leave it, we've paid fifteen million for a, for a player that's valued at thirty million. We mm. we all, and I'm sure Dean Smith wants him to succeed as well because yeah. it was a big outlay yeah. of fifteen million, you know, for for him to do nothing. So I'm not ruling I'm not ruling him out either. I just hope his attitude is okay. Oh, absolutely, and and uh, and I don't I, I I don't think this is a stubbornness thing. I I think that this is most likely the fact that look, he he was ill last season, last week. He's not fully fit again. Yeah. Maybe that's the, that that that's. It. I, but once again, I don't know. Um, PSK says Aaron Hickley will so hopefully, hopefully sign in January. Hopefully, push on to the starting eleven immediately. Yes, I would be very happy if that was the case. Bring it on. He's a fine, fine player. And bring Jack Henry with him as well from uh, Club Rouge, another another Scottish man. Um, nice little player as well. Um, look, heard a lot of gossip that Perslow is holding a meeting with senior players as they've lost faith in Dean Smith. Doesn't sound like, doesn't this sound like, well, I've, I, I've not heard it, but to be honest with you, like, I, I would imagine that even if there was a players meeting and that there was people involved there, it would be spun as players have lost fit. Um, this could very much have been a clear the air talks between a group mm. between two or three players that were having that were were maybe bitching and moaning at each other or something like that. So I, I well, don't the, know. The problem, I, I've not. I've not. The problem heard with stories much. like this is if there's any truth in them, they're leaked by players, and then then we've got players that haven't got the arse for the fight. So then there's a problem. Um, yep. I don't believe Portslow would uh, would would leak this himself. So for me, yeah, it does sound like a lot of bollocks, but yeah, it would be very unusual. We we're gone past the days of Tony Ja asking uh, James Chester should should he sack the manager. You know yeah. this this is this is a football club running the right way. So I yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure that that wouldn't be the case. Paul Miller, yes, I actually completely forgot about that. Um, he said something to this magnitude. I think in the press conference as well, Morgan Sanson coming back is good for us. Whether he's fit enough to start is something we'll have to weigh up. And and look, you know, having Jacob Ramsey, Aaron Ramsey, and 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 Kenny Chuck Mueke inside there, get get your players that are hundred percent fit on the bench in case we need them. I I firmly believe that we'll see three subs today. And mm. um, but then again, I firmly believe, I think that we're going to win the more and more um, the more and more. Uh, I think about it, and I'm I'm really happy with this team, lads. This 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 team is ballsy from Dean Smith tonight. This is a ballsy team, you know. Like he's put four prominent attackers on the field, and he's putting a lot of faith in McGinn and Kemba to 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 anchor in there uh, in the two sixes. He's going for this in St Mary's tonight. I like that. It seems it does seem that way, despite the fact that he looks like he's going to pay two two deep midfielders. It's mm. it's an attacking it's attacking front front five is a five <laughs> yeah losing track of many players we have um it's it's it you know the fact that he's put a lot of faith again in El Ghazi maybe he'll go on a run and come up trumps and score a few goals and get us out of this shit so yeah. um you know there seems he's to be a lot of trust there with him. 
Yeah. He's done it before when we least expected it. Yeah, Jason, the issue Smith said Sansa was available for selection. Yeah, and 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 if I don't know word for word if if um if Paul's quote previously was the actual quote, but uh, the context does. Um, really well, he didn't actually he's... he didn't actually say he was available for selection. He said he was back in training. Back in training. From, I suppose from available for selection. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah. And I like this as well. The best form of defense is attack. Well, as Kevin Keegan always said, you know, you put, we're going to score more goals than you. You know, I'm going to put out a team that's mm. going to try and score more goals than you. But the one thing I am worried about here is, I'm telling you, if we come off the field tonight, guys, with 35 or 40 crosses into the box and we only score one goal and we lose 2-1, I think I might rip the beard from my face on the, on the, on the, the, the review podcast. I'm getting really frustrated with the uh, with, with, with crossing of the ball, uh, crosses to the back post. We saw what Emi Buendia did last day. And so I, I lost, your, um, I lost your, your comment there a moment ago. But um, what Buendia did, getting down to the byline and cutting it back to the penalty area, that I, I, I'm hoping that we see stuff like that. Yes, defenders can get nicks on it and stuff, but what can also happen is it can turn into a screwball scramble in the, in the defense and uh, get the get players on, on the back foot mm. as well. Whereas crossing the ball into um, what's called Bednarek and Salisu, they've got a, there's, there's height advantages all over the place there. Like we've got no height, depends, barrel, where, the, guys depends where the ball comes from. We, we saw the ball yes. rolled into Watkins the weekend. We also saw him again put a ball on the head of Danny, May, Danny Ings a few weeks ago. In in the less crowded area, just outside the six yard box, so all of this kind of thing is is uh, is mm. definitely how we're going to get goals. So you want to see a bit more of it. I just I really hope we don't see that long raking ball into the corners, giving the ball away. I just like to see I'd like to see a little bit more patient. Mm. I'd like I'd also like to see the fans not get upset at the pass back to the keeper. There's a reason for everything. We've got to keep the ball. We can't just keep turning into danger and trying to play forward. We have got to be slow and patient with it. I think the fans will play a big part tonight. And something I meant to say last night about the, the West Ham game. Uh, 89 minutes, game over. A lot of people left the stadium and all you can hear is LA, LA, LA. We have some super fans out there. Obviously, there's some toxic ones too. But, you know, I think I think the fans will play a big part today. Uh, most of them on a day off. Down in Southampton from earlier. So all my friends on Facebook checking into pubs in Southampton from 2 o'clock today. So they'll be in fine fettle come eight o'clock and uh, hopefully they'll be singing loud and proud. Uh, Nathan Redmond is out of the team tonight, as we mentioned earlier on, uh, tested positive for COVID. Hassel Hootler has mentioned that he's in good spirits, thankfully, and he's fine. He's just resting at home. So that is that. Okay. That's where, where Nathan Redmond is. Um, I'm going to leave with this one, guys, because look, there's a lot of positive, like there's not a lot of positivity, but you know what I mean. There's a lot of there is a lot of positivity running through the club from you know where structures are and and specifically our youth team at the moment as well. And it's mad at this minute in time, but he's just been called up to the England under twenty squad. And Captain K says Archer is a clinical national natural finisher. I can see him coming on and scoring. And you know what? If he does come on, uh, it, like he he has absolutely every chance to score. He reminds me of. Um, as I said it before, he reminds me of of, of like a Nicholas Anelka type without the same physical stature. Just the way he gets into those positions to score goals and the fact that he's not afraid to have a shot from outside the box. If the opportunity arises, he has a shot from outside the box and you pass it into the side of the net from out there. And uh, that's that's clinical, as you say yourself, Captain K. And mm. um, I like it. I, I'm, I'm excited to see him if he does come on tonight, as always. 
Um, right, lads. I think we're going to leave you go and get to uh, and get get seated in front of the match. As Alex says here, yeah, coverage is seven thirty coverage, um, and uh, you know, so we fill that yeah. with that void of the of the half an hour <laughs> that uh, the 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 sky of robbed us of the build up. Um, I don't know we're if we're any better. We're obviously not a big enough club for the for the hour and a half build up on a Friday night. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave everybody with this this stat that I listened to today on. All Villa, no filler. I'll give them a bit of credit for it. The last time Southampton played on a Friday night, they lost 9-0. So maybe they don't like Friday nights. Let's go and do this. <laughs> and we're on a one-game winning streak against Southampton as well. So there, you go. there we go. There's the there's the frivolous positivity that we like to bring from time to time. But um, yeah, so thanks everybody for watching in. Uh, thanks for all your comments. We had nearly 200 people watching there, which is bloody mind-blowing. So thanks so much, everybody, for all your time. Um, get seated in front of the TV. I know that the obviously substandard um, build-up um, analysis is coming now uh, because those two pros here have just broken it all down for you. Uh, but here's hoping for a win. We're going to be back with a, with a, with a review show um, probably tomorrow uh, again um, about this. You know, if... If they win, expect us to come on later on unannounced just for the yeah. crack. And when I come on myself anyway, because uh, yeah, I'm on the night feeds tonight. So <laughs> one, one of the one of the comments just asked there where we coming on to do a test later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know. It depends on the results. Depends on the results. But uh, thanks everybody so much for for watching. Thanks for liking. Thanks for sharing. And uh, listen, fingers crossed to, for a good result tonight. Um, I think we can do it. Ballsy team selection. And as I say, all there is left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.